I'm here to unravel nearly everything in life that gets complicated. Everything doesn't have to be so hard, even if we try and make it that way ourselves. I aim to uncomplicate what has often gotten complicated, life, and all things fitness, nutrition, healthy, balanced lifestyle. I will talk from my own personal experiences as a personal trainer, nutritionist, business owner. I will bring in experts who know better than me. I will talk about it from the experience from my clients and their successes and their failures. Everything you need to know to give yourself permission to be a little less so you can do a little more. Let's go. Welcome to our first official episode of the Stressless Lifestyle Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about weight loss, weight gain, and how it's affected by your hormones. So many times, people say, my hormones are imbalanced, my hormones are off, and it's making me gain weight. But is it really? Is your hormone imbalance, which does happen. I mean, most of us are imbalanced most of the month, right? Especially as females, our hormones fluctuate. So there's always going to be some sort of imbalance, but there are also more medical imbalances where you are um, completely experiencing things that are, are not normal, not normal hormone fluctuations, right? But are those imbalances truly causing you to gain weight? Is it your hormones that make you gain weight, That's what I'm going to talk about today. So let's jump right in. Do they really make you gain weight? Well, they have a major effect on how and if you're going to gain weight. But first, let's get into the nutrition basics um, for a quick second. So if you've never watched anything I've ever done or listened to anything I've ever done, let's get right to it. Macros, you probably have heard of that. If you haven't, Macros is short for macronutrients. They are the major nutrients that we intake, protein, fat, and carbs. And yes, alcohol is a macronutrient, but there are no nutrients along with it. It's counted differently. I'll have a whole other episode on that some other time. But those are the main three macronutrients, protein, fat, and carbs. Micronutrients, just so you know, are vitamins, minerals, things that don't come along with calories. They might come with calories because it's in the food you have, but if you eat just just vitamin B, it's not going to give you calories. But the protein, the fat, and the carbs, they will give you calories. So that's where your macronutrients are. We need to eat those in a balanced manner. And balanced doesn't mean even. It means balanced for your body, for your needs. If you work out more, you may need more calories than the next person who doesn't work out. If you have a higher natural metabolism, you might need more calories than the next person. So it's about eating in balance with your life and your needs, not necessarily eating those macronutrients balanced. All right, I just want to get that out there. When you eat all three macronutrients in the right balance for your body, whether your goal is fat loss, muscle gain, you want to maintain and just simply be healthy, they're your personal needs, then the likelihood of you feeling good is hi, you're going to eat really well and you're going to feel really well. The problem comes in when you are not eating completely in balance for your body's needs and also the hormone fluctuations. So when you eat all of your macronutrients in the right balance, reaching your personal goals is just easier, right? You've got the nutrients you need and you've got the energy you need and you feel good. So therefore, 
reaching whatever goal it is, whether it's fat loss, muscle gain, maintaining, all those goals I always talk about. When I say goals, that's what I mean. Fat loss, muscle gain, and maybe fat loss with it, and maintaining a healthy life, not gaining. Those are goals. So when everything is in balance and you feel good, reaching your goals is just simply easier. Your body's functioning better and you're you're on top of things. So how do hormones fluctuating affect your weight gain? Well, the weight gain when you have hormone fluctuations, it's not inevitable. As much as everyone will like you to believe, oh, you must be gaining weight because your hormones are off. It's not the hormones that are doing it. It is the situation uh, that puts you in that hormonal uh, imbalance. So let's go here. Hormones that are produced and or affected by your fat, whether it's body fat or dietary fat. And I'll go into those hormones so you can learn about those. So we've got hormones that affect our fat loss, fat gain, all that stuff. Insulin, leptin, estrogen, progesterone, ghrelin, and cortisol. Those are all hormones. Insulin, as a lot of people think insulin is blood sugar, it is not. It is a hormone that affects your blood sugar, okay? So these hormones are in the body and they are affecting your lots of things, hunger, lots of things, okay? The hormones that are affected by your body fat are leptin, estrogen, progesterone, insulin, and somewhat cortisol. Cortisol actually has two, two places in uh, stress, of course, and it also is affected by your body fat and where you store that extra excess cortisol. And then we have hormones that are affected by what you eat, insulin and ghrelin. So those hormones, and, and leptin as well. Um, so I'm, when I say hormones, I don't mean all of your sex hormones, your estrogen and your progesterone, testosterone, none of that. I'm talking all the hormones that have to do with body fat. And, and food and nutrition and intake. So when there is an imbalance in your body's energy needs, sorry, if there's an imbalance in your hormones, your energy needs go down. Okay? So when we're talking, let's say we go menopause, because that's on everyone's mind, whether you're there or it's approaching in 10 or 5 or 2 years. Menopause is when you think, I'm going to get fat because I'm going to hit menopause and everything's going to slow down and it's going to happen. But not necessarily. And it's not menopause itself that's causing this weight gain. So when your hormones are imbalanced, and we're here talking those sex hormones, the menopause-related hormones, estrogen and progesterone and testosterone, when those are imbalanced, your energy needs actually go down. You don't need as many calories as you did before um, or as you'd like to have. But at the same time, your appetite might actually go up or you don't change the intake for your reduced needs. So those are uh, two different situations. Your energy needs go down. You don't require as many calories and therefore you don't recognize that and you're not changing your intake. So therefore you're eating more calories and gaining weight. Or you are... Uh, not moving as much, right? So you're not moving as much in your life. Basically, when we go through menopause, it's a change in life. Oh, the other one, let me go back, was your appetite increases. So even if your energy needs stay the same, let's say you're a super active person. 
you are really active, you love working out, you take walks daily, it's your thing. But you hit this menopause situation in life, your appetite, because of the imbalanced hormones, might actually go up. When your estrogen falls, your testosterone goes up, you actually could feel hungrier. It's just like when you're going through your normal cycle and you have PMS and you're hungrier. That's part of the same thing. So your body's making you feel hungrier. Therefore, you're going to satisfy that hunger when in reality, you don't have actually a need for more calories, but your body's making you feel hungrier. At the same time, estrogen is a water retention affecting hormone. You may be increasing your water that you're holding in your body. So you might be feeling heavier. You might be looking heavier and that can cause you to go, ugh man, nothing's working. I'm getting heavier. In reality, it's just an imbalance in those hormones that's causing weight gain like situation because water weight is not necessarily body fat. Well, it's not body fat. So um, that can cause you to think and just give in, right? So there's a lot of situations at play when your hormones are imbalanced that cause your body to need fewer calories or be hungry. And that's what causes the weight gain. It's not just your hormones. It's not that your hormones are out of balance and now no matter what you do, you're going to gain weight. There's ways to fix that and I'll explain how. So you might, because I was saying before, as you're going into this menopause situation in life, whether you're in your 40s or you're in your 60s, you tend to slow down a little bit. You may be retiring. You may have been retired. You may just be busier in life because you're not able to move around as much. You don't have as much leisure time. Um, you don't hit the gym as hard. Your life is simply changing. And with that change in pace, you also require fewer calories. When you're not working out as hard, because let's say you're getting older and you hurt your back or your joints hurt or whatever it might be, you're not going to be pushing yourself as hard as you did maybe three to 10 years ago. So your energy expenditure, the calories you burn during your day, it's not the same as it was. You don't need to eat as many calories to support your life. You're gonna gain if you keep eating the same. And that has not a lot to do with the hormones. That has to do with the time in your life and your energy expenditure. But at the same time with that, your hormones being imbalanced can cause you to be more tired. So not only are you slowing down in life, you're also feeling more tired. You may have an increased appetite and now you're overeating for what your body needs. Okay, so that that's kind of how the hormones work when it comes to sex hormones, menopause, and weight gain. It's not your hormones. It is the hormones affecting your body. It's still you and how you're eating, right? It really is. It's how you're eating for your body, Always, even if you're not in a hormone imbalance, if you're not eating right for your body, you're going to gain weight or you're going to lose weight, you know, disproportionately, and it might not be a good thing. So you definitely need to consider what you're eating and how much you're eating. And then as you move into this hormone imbalance in life, or even, I've had hormone imbalance. Oh my gosh, can I even tell you? I did competing in fitness. My hormones went so awry. Um, definitely had 
some insulin resistance I had to take care of. Definitely had my thyroid was on the verge per the testing, um, but I didn't quite go hypothyroid. Now I already have the opportunity to go hypothyroid because I already have another autoimmune disease, but my I didn't quite get there yet and that was awesome. I was able to help myself and fix it and per blood work, everything got fine. But I've been there. I've been in crazy hormone imbalance, insulin resistance and... Um, thyroid imbalance and my estrogen was low, all kinds of stuff. So I've been there and I understand that the only way to fix it is to fix how you are perceiving yourself, how you're perceiving what you eat. So when you're understanding what your body needs, so when you know how many total calories your body needs, and we break that down into the macronutrients, the protein, the fat, and the carbs, and then you track what you eat to hit those goals you're gonna be in a much better situation to not have that quote unquote inevitable fat gain from hormone imbalance. And that that is the same for whether you are doing this hormonally for you know menopause or you're just imbalanced because you've been dieting for too long. You've been dieting for 30 years, yo-yo diets. You've tried every diet in the book and you go up and down, up and down, up and down. That up and down actually can cause hormone imbalance. And I'm not talking just menopause, right? Now we're leading into other hormones. Your leptin, your ghrelin, those are the hunger the hunger hormones. Ghrelin is a hormone that affects you in the short term. So what you eat and when ghrelin is there and then you eat something, it's affected by the ghrelin. The ghrelin is what makes you feel hungry. It regulates your food intake and your glucose homeostasis. So if your blood sugar crashes, ghrelin's going to say, hey, you're hungry, you're hungry, you're hungry, you need this now. Leptin, though, is your long-term hormone. That's the hormone that says we need to keep things the same. We need to store this body fat at the same level. No matter if it's a healthy level or not, you want to store it at that same um, time. So it suppresses your energy use. And so a lack of sensitivity means that you're not using as much energy. It suppresses your appetite, which... It's not like meal-to-meal suppressing your appetite. It's over time. You do want to be sensitive to your leptin. You want to be able to um, have your body not wanting and dying to store this body fat. But as you lose weight, just as a little caveat, as you lose weight, your leptin changes because your leptin is stored in body fat. So the body fat you have, your leptin level is going to decrease. And leptin, which wants to keep everything the same, leptin wants to keep your body fat the same. It wants to keep the leptin level the same. As it's dropping because you're losing body fat and the leptin level is going along with it, it's going to tell you, ooh, we need to increase our uh, appetite. We need to keep this leptin level the same. And you have to fight that. It is literally your body fighting you. So by tracking your calories, tracking your macros, starting to understand what you need to eat for your own body, and kind of fighting back against the natural instinct of that body to say, hey, you need to keep eating. We want to keep this leptin level high because it's stored in your body fat. And higher body fat, higher leptin level. You can fight against that and eventually it will balance it out. So leptin's not saying, I want to keep you fat. No, it's just saying, I want to stay the same. And you're saying, no, I need to be a little healthier weight. I need to be in a better weight range for my body. I want to feel better in my body. So I have to lose this body fat or I want to lose this body fat. And the leptin's going to go along with it. Then you have to say, no body, I am not trying to keep my leptin the same right now. But you can get into a situation where that new level of 
body fat is normal and functioning for your body and it won't fight you anymore. But the way you get there is that you track your macros. You stay within that calorie range. You don't allow your body to force you to overeat. Your body or your mind, right? So these hormones that are creating this hunger situation are telling you you've got to eat. And you can say, look, I have got my macros done. I know my nutrition levels. I know where they need to be. I am not starving myself. I'm not actually starving. It's going to tell you you're starving, but you're not. And it's kind of the same with your when it go when you're going through menopause or any other hormonal imbalance. Your body's going to be telling you you're hungry. You have a really high appetite right now. You need to eat something. And if you are tracking your calories on your macros, I like to say macros because your macros all together added up, the calories from those macros make your total calories, right? And when we track our macros, we know we're eating each of those macronutrients within balance of of themselves. So when you track your macros, you will know, okay, I am not starving. I am eating a really good amount of macros for my body, but my body and my brain are telling me that I'm hungry. So it's really kind of artificial. It's not artificial hunger. You really do feel hunger, but you have to tell yourself, I'm not starving. Now, if you're eating like 1,200 calories or 900 calories a day, yeah, you're probably starving and that's not a good thing. But if you've had your macros done by someone, me or anyone else, and they are a healthy level of macros because someone can do your macros and give you still give you too few. Just because you've had your macros done doesn't mean that they are perfect. But you want to make sure it's a healthy amount of macros for your body, which is what I do for my clients. And you're still going to feel hungry because your body's going to fight you on that. So I always tell people, as long as you're eating the amount of macros I've given you, you are hitting your goals along the way, but you're feeling hungry, you're not doing anything wrong. If you're starving yourself and you're feeling starving, and you're not eating a lot of calories, you're doing something wrong. And you are going to throw your body into that crazy up and down yo-yo dieting, which then throws off your hormones. And so it's important to make sure you're eating enough, you're eating those macros in balance, and then you can tell yourself, look, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. This is hunger that's trying to fight me. Thanks, biology. Thanks, body. Thanks, physiology. This is how we're going to do it. We're going to make it really hard because that's just the way it is. The body likes to be in homeostasis. It likes to stay the same, whether that's a level you want it to be at or not. And you're going to have to fight it every once in a while. And that's why when people say drink water, eat celery, and all these tips and tricks that to keep your hunger at bay, I'm not opposed to tips and tricks of keeping your hunger at bay only if you're eating all of the macronutrients that you're supposed to be eating in the first place and you're not truly starving yourself of energy needs. Okay. So in the end, what can you do about it? What can you do about this inevitable weight gain that comes with hormone imbalance? Personalized macronutrients. Carb cycling. I find that as you hear me, you're going to hear me say this every single time. Carb cycling is not magic. Hitting your macros is magic. Carb cycling, intermittent fasting, it is not magic. It's magical because it helps you give yourself a tool that gives you some sort of restraint when it comes to wanting to overeat. It also, carb cycling gives you a way to eat more carbs on some days. Let's say you want pizza and you want all those pizza crusts. Cool. You have a day where you can have the pizza crust. And then there's another day when you want all the salami and cheese. That's a high fat day. Cool. Cut down the carbs. So now you can leave room for all the high fat things. Pesto is like my favorite go-to on high fat days, guys. 
pesto. So high fat days, I have all the pesto. And I know I can have carbs too. I can have pesto on my pasta, but I'm gonna have a lot more pesto because it's a high fat day. So it is not magical, but it's, it's not magic, but it's magical. And carb cycling can really help you because when you are in the throes of hormone imbalance, because that estrogen is water weight fluctuating hormone, it is helpful to watch your water weight which comes from excess carbs, excess carbs, not carbs in general, excess carbs for what your body wants. So we find that level of carbs, a low level. Some people simply just feel better eating lower carbs and some people don't. You find that out when you carb cycle and when you track your macros. That's how it works. So that is a great way to help prevent this inevitable weight gain is track your macros. Know that you're eating what you're supposed to be eating, as much as you're supposed to be eating or as little as you need to be eating for your goals, and you're eating them in balance, and they're for you specifically, and that you're carb cycling if you want to. You don't have to, but it's a great way to have those low-carb days that we tend to love if you're in hormone imbalance because you get to shed some of that water weight, and you feel good, and then you can also have those days where you can have that high-carb high day and you know go out, enjoy, things like that. You can fit in the fun things like wine and pizza and pasta, all those fun things, but I think that pesto and salami and cheese, I think those are fun things too. So you know, you can't have it all. I wish we could. We all wish we could, but we can't. We have to be able to eat within what our body wants. And over time, you learn that without having track all the time. So fat gain is not inevitable. It is not. You just have to make sure that you recognize when something is going off and then you can figure out how to fix it. All right. You are able to feel, hey, I am not feeling right. I'm gaining weight. Let me see what I can do about that. Am I not moving as much? Am I slower these days? Is, you know, am I breaking out? Is my cycle weird? Those are hormone um, cues from your body that are saying, hey, something's up. And if something's up, cool, you know about it. But you can at least, you know, you're aware of it. You know your body's off. And then you can come back and say, okay, I'm still going to stick with the nutrition I'm doing because my hormones are telling me something's off. And that's if you're tracking. If you're not tracking your food, then you can say, look, I might want to see what and how much I'm eating and see if I can affect my body in a positive way by eating what my body needs, balancing out the food so that I can feel better. When I feel better, my body will function better and then my hormones can hopefully fall in line. It's not about demonizing hormone imbalance. It's about learning to fuel your body properly and understanding that when your hormones are imbalanced, you may not need as many calories. You might be moving less. Your appetite might increase and you might have less energy because you're not getting the right, you know, influx of energy from your body naturally. You're not sleeping as well because you have hot flashes. That sleep is affecting your energy. Your energy is affecting how much you move and how much you wiggle. That affects how many calories you burn every day, which affects how much calories you need to eat. It is a vicious cycle, but it's not impossible to lose weight. It's actually very possible. You just have to say, all right, I got this. This is where I'm at right now, and this is what I'm going to have to do. It's one of those. You just have to do it. All right. I can talk on hormones and nutrition forever. I'm not a hormone specialist, 
There are hormone doctors out there that you can work with, and they're the ones I go to personally to get my blood draws, see where my levels are at, all that kind of stuff. I always refer to an endocrinologist for that. It's very important to know that. I know how to help you eat in a way that's going to work with what you've got, all right, and hopefully make it better. That's it. I hope that you've learned something. I hope that you come out of this with a little bit more hope like, oh, yeah, I might have hormone imbalance from breastfeeding or from menopause. You know, they're kind of the same. Uh, For me, it was almost exactly the same. Um, I have not yet gone through menopause, but I will. And my doctor said, your body in breastfeeding mode is basically menopause mode. So that was real fun. And I did that for nearly four years. Um, So I hope that you know that you can be there just like I was. You can be there, but you can work your way through it. You just have to be open-minded and you have to be okay with where you're at. And when you're okay with where you're at, most things will fall into place. Thank you for listening. If you ever have any questions, you can always leave me a voice note and I can include that with your name or without. You can shoot me a message. Follow me on Instagram, Nikki underscore stress less. You can follow me anywhere that you find me. I'd love to answer your questions. You can email me. Um, I love answering questions. I like seeing what's on your mind. So if you've learned something, let me know. If If it brought up more questions for yourself, let me know. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Did you know that one way to balance out all things in life, maybe even your hormones, and definitely your stress level is to take a moment. Take a vacation, take a weekend, take a day. And I've got something perfect for you. We have our stressless retreat in San Diego in a house that is literally between the beach and the bay with a rooftop space waiting for you. I'm so excited. We're going to have someone cook our food or at least people deliver our food. We got yoga. We have wine pairing with some of our food. We have workout. There is a optional half marathon 5k that is along Pacific Beach. It's going to be amazing. Please, please, if you want in, you need to let me know now because spots are going fast. If you are local and you want a day pass, we have those available too, but mostly it's it's going to be amazing. It's going to be September 28th through October 2nd. You want to come in that Thursday evening. You want to leave that Sunday and you want to enjoy the entire time with some fun ladies that are going to hang out, relax, who all kind of want to live the same lifestyle and are in the same mindset. So if you have any questions, shoot me an email, nikki.stressless at gmail.com or send me a message here or send me a message anywhere on any platform. I will find it and we'll get you registered. I've got a way that you can make have a discount if you'd like um, when you pay. So just let me know. We would love to have you. We'd love to get to know you and uh, spend some amazing time getting to know each other and relaxing.